Blog Talk Radio. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another Rough Writers Radio podcast. I'm the host, the Rough Writer himself. Today would be our 515th podcast to date, entitled on June the 9th, the January 6th committee hearings, the GOP is unmasked. Let's begin. So next Thursday, June the 9th, 2022, in prime time from the House of Representatives, conducted uh, hearings in Congress conducted by the House Select Committee on January the 6th. That would be the insurrection, January 6, 2021. They will conduct a series of six televised uh, hearings, six between June the 9th and June the 23rd of 2022. And as uh, Jamie Raskin, a constitutional law expert and one of the members of the January 6th House Select Committee, said uh, a couple of weeks ago, this will blow the roof off of Congress. It will. Because they have a shitload, a plethora of info. They've interviewed over a thousand individuals over the last six, seven, eight months. And one in particular coming up to the top would be Jim Jordan, the rogue, out of control Republican congressman from Westerville, Ohio, which is just north of Columbus, Ohio. What a real ding dong. He had, at minimum, Many, a plethora of contacts between himself and Donald Trump, um, all the way from the day after the election, November the 4th, 2020, until January the 6th, the day of the insurrection. And on the day of insurrection, Mr. Jordan himself had a 10-minute phone call with Trump at 9.34, a.m., January 6th. And he also had at least one, possibly two or more phone calls with Mr. Trump <clears throat> while in the House of Representatives and just after the member, his own members of the House of Representatives had been cleared from the House chamber by Secret Service because of the, <laughs> the, uh, the attack by the thousands, the legions and thousands of idiotic Trump supporters trying to smash their way into the House of Representatives for the required electoral college vote count that is necessary in our country for the peaceful transfer of power from the outgoing present president to the incoming new president. And, uh, and there are many others. John Eastman, the lawyer, the out-of-control, idiotic lawyer who was manufacturing ways for vice, the vice president to disregard all electoral votes from the seven swing states that Joe Biden had, in fact, won. And this idiotic Republican so-called constitutional law scholar had a, <clears throat> an outline, a memo, a memorandum, an outline, he had cobbled together over the weeks between January, uh, November the 3rd, 2020, and January 6th, 2021, 
uh, the, the supposedly legal and constitutional way for the vice president who presides over the uh, counting of the electoral votes for the vice president to assume uh, heretofore un, un, unused powers, magical powers, so to speak, to disregard any and all electoral votes from those seven swing states and instead only recognize the votes from a separate and uh, alternate slate of electors from those seven swing states, and thus thereby giving Trump fight of the will of the people and the seven million plus vote uh, popular vote majority to swing the election back to Donald Trump, uh, which was it was completely flawed constitutionally. The vice president is normally just a figurehead. It is a mere formality for him to open the envelopes and count the electoral votes or have the preside over the counting of the college elect, um, electoral college votes in the, <clears throat> on the floor in the well of the House of Representatives. So those are just two people. Uh, there are many other. Mark Meadows, the, President Trump's chief of staff at that time, was in the center of all. He was directing incoming and outgoing text messages, and he was a over-the-top participant in this plan to uh, um, usurp the Constitution and instead uh, allow Trump to remain installed for a third term, or a second term, actually, second term, in spite of the fact that he lost handily in the popular vote and in the Electoral College vote. He lost in the Electoral College vote 306 Electoral College votes that went to Biden and only 232 Electoral College votes went to Trump on November the 3rd, 2020, as well as losing the popular vote by over 7 million votes to uh, Joe Biden on November the 3rd, 2020. So uh, the hearings, which began this coming next Thursday of next week, beginning at 10 a.m. and going till 6 p.m. to be followed by five more such televised live televised hearings within the uh, House of Representatives, all in prime time, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and all on major networks, and not on Fox, but on the other major networks, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, and uh, as I said, major, major television networks in prime time during the week, and they will have videos. There will be a plethora of videos shown during this these hours for the American people, and it will be it will be presented as a story, an easily easy to follow and easily understood story of what exactly transpired. The many, many machinations that transpired by many different groups, all acting almost at the same time and basically in concert, beginning November the 3rd, late hours, uh, the wee hours of the morning of November the 4th, hours after the uh, polls had closed for the presidential election, all the way to uh, noon, 12 noon, January 6, 2021, when Trump was on the ellipse and front of 80 yards away from the White House, out in the public before 30 to 40,000 ditto head MAGA idiots, uh, MAGA maggots, and urging them after his 60-minute-plus 
speech urging them to march on the Capitol, and I will be with you. Well, he wasn't. He was whisked quickly away back to the White House, where he spent he spent a total of uh, 187 minutes, or three hours and seven minutes, between the time he got that first text, or his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, got that first text from uh, several people, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Kevin McCarthy, and even Sean Hannity of Fox News, pleading with him, you must stop this insanity. And so three hours and seven minutes later, after six takes on the sixth and last take of video, Trump finally told his idiotic supporters to go home. We love you, but go home. So, and he was actually, there are video, there is video footage that the January 6th House Select Committee has of what actually was taking place in those minutes and hours in the White House, in the, in the TV room, just off the Oval Office of Trump, glued to the TV set, reveling in what he saw and consternated that he couldn't figure out why his inner staff was not as excited as he was at the utter carnage, violence, and chaos that was being played out in color on television. So that is it. We're going to conclude that the GOP, the Republican Party, C-O-N, Republican Con Party, uh, will be unmasked entirely, completely, thoroughly, absolutely, Unin, you know, unequivocally. Could we say it even more fucking clear? So all you ditto heads out there actually bothering to listen to me and whatever my small, uh, short-winded uh, podcast going into the 11th minute now, you know what you can do. Sit on it and rotate. As for the rest of y'all, y'all's vote. In November 2022 and November 2024, vote upon it because it does. And we need to see Trump indicted, convicted, and incarcerated, and he will be. Trust me, there are several multi-litigation uh, efforts are going. At least Letitia James, the Attorney General of the State of New York, has a criminal case against Trump. Fannie Willis, the District Attorney of Atlanta, Georgia, Fulton County, is going to convene a special grand jury beginning in June. And she's going to call three people she will call before the special grand jury, which will only hear. She will call the uh, Brian Kemp, uh, Carl Carlson, and uh, Brian uh, Brad Raffensperger, the uh, Secretary of State, Attorney General, and, and, and the current governor, respectively. And also we have um, – the uh, Department of Justice has a criminal investigation also uh, going ongoing against Trump. There you go. This is Rough Rider, rounding third hand for home. And as always, stay well, keep it lit. And remember, we ride so you can just stay on the side and glide.